Hello everyone and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zakia McCoy. And here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that being your business and your love life and your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Being that energy that I want to see, being that energy that I want to be. My energy, my space, my creativity is me. Guided by the light of positivity, I am truly a force. Truly a force to be reckoned, truly a force to be understood, truly a force to be me. This is me. This is my positive energy. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You listening to this podcast right now. Listening to this episode right now. Be sure to share it with your family and friends. Be sure to show your support for Cooking with Positivity by not only playing our games, but joining in on our discussion and answering our music trivia. Participating in things we have going on. Help us spread this positive movement. Yeah, you. You who are listening to this podcast right now. Be sure to go support Cuckold Positivity by subscribing, sharing, and participating. August, August, August. August is packed with tons of international holidays, awareness, and celebrations. The first thing you need to know about August, and no, it's not that my birthday is in August, but August is International Black-Owned Business Month. This is the month where you go out and make sure you support black businesses, support black-owned businesses, restaurants, communities. Make sure you put into the community. It is also Cancer Awareness Appendix Month and Don't Bully Month. Amongst a host of so many fun days, we have National Oyster Day. We have International Day of World Indigenous People. We have World Lion Day. We have International Wolf Day. We have National Citizenship, National Citizens Day. Remember Slavery Day, National Honeybee Day, Women's Equality Day, and so many more. So make sure you guys are going out, celebrating, posting, and enjoying and observing this month of August.
Do you want to become a CWP VIP? I know you're like, what does that mean? That means promote your products, your books, your business right here on Cooking with Positivity. For only $100, you can do that for an entire month. And what you get is a visual to share on your social media along with a post every day on our social media of your run. And you get your interview. And you get new people with eyes on your product or business. Who can beat that? Contact us today to become a CWP VIP. Welcome back, guys. It's Wacky Wednesday. It's time for a joke. What is the pretzel's favorite dance? The twist. (laughs) We'll be right back. Be sure to join our hosts with the mostest for Throwback Thursday with Lisa Deshawn, where she breaks down throwback jams and old school favorite grooves and highlights the artist facts and leaves you with some smooth trivia just to wet your music palette. So be sure to tune in every Thursday right here at Cooking Positivity. If you're looking to celebrate and commemorate some positive people with some positive vibes, be sure to check out our podcast sister, Angel Charmaine, and her Speak Up Sis Award Ceremony coming this September. Make sure you get your tickets. There aren't many left. Hey family, do you participate in self-care from head to toe? Mary Kay is your one-stop shop. From our amazing time-wise skincare sets, satin body lotions and whipped creams, body washes and colorful palettes, just to name a few. We got you covered. Mary Kay is also a great opportunity if you want to supplement your income or even take it a step further and fire your boss. To be a part of a winning team, let's connect. Comment Mary Kay on our Facebook page, Cooking with Positivity, for listeners and guest connection. Peace. Come be a guest on Cooking with Positivity. All you have to do is be a positive person, have good vibes, have a product, business, album, services to talk about, or respond to our topics. You can be a family member guest host. Either way, we want you to come be a guest today. So make sure you contact us at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com 
or hit us up on any social media platform if you would like to be a guest. Welcome back, guys. We're joined by our co-host and family member, Lisa Deshaun. Lisa, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging in there, girl. You know, yeah. you know how I do. <laughs> Now, how are you enjoying the last of this little good summer we've been having? Hey, look, <laughs> loving it, loving it. I am enjoying myself. I know that's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm enjoying myself. You know, um, always family. We're always family. We we always have to find something, you know, to do. Right. You know? Yeah. So um, we found, um, well, my aunt discovered um, a new karaoke joint, and I tell you, the mics are lit. Sound is everything. Oh, yeah. Sound is everything, you know. Um, and so we, we, we went and we had a ball. I mean, the whole weekend, we just we just had a ball. I'm telling you. Oh, I, I like the way that sound looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I am sad that it's coming to an end. I'm excited because my birthday is coming up. But I'm also sad because summer is coming to an end. It feels like summer is so short. Yeah. And I feel like it might feel that way because, you know, my daughter goes back to school on the 21st Uh of this month. I'm 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 not with this whole going back to school in August. Oh, yeah. It's too, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, it might have quite some time. Not here. Really? Wow. Yes, yeah, they were still going to school in September, you know, pre-pandemic. Okay. Now, pandemic over, and they're like, how can we keep these kids in school longer? <laughs> and they're trying to do a year-round situation. And I was like, I don't, what? Kids need a break, too. Who the hell wants to be in school year-round? I miss, I miss, I was just talking with, you know, my friend earlier. I miss all of the places that we used to be able to go when I was younger and coming up. Like, there were so many things to do. Nowadays, it's very limited to things yeah. that the kids can do. Right. All of the favorite places that we were talking about got shut down. And I was telling, I was telling my daughter earlier. Uh, I used to be able to take a dollar in the store. Yeah. And come out with a bunch of stuff. At least four things. Yeah. I had a juice, a bag of chips, a icy, and some candy or cake, depending on if the mood struck right. And she was like, what can I get with a dollar? I was like, back to the car so you can get some change okay. to add to that dollar, because that ain't going to get you a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. 
real, girl. Get them looking at you crazy. Man, that was a long time when I was growing up. Okay. And that's what I said. And she was like, well, what else was around when you were growing up? Was social media around? I was like, no. Yeah. And she was like, was the internet around? I was like, yes, but it's not the internet that you know now. <laughs> right. And she was right. like, did y'all have air conditioning? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a hundred. Like, I'm... <laughs> But so, times are a lot easier. Stuff was a lot cheaper. I live for those summer days. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. And I I feel for my kids because they're grown up in this generation and the generation after them. Ooh, girl. Right. Technology advancements are great, but only to a certain degree. <laughs> you know, to help us with right. everyday life, but not live life for us. Right. What do you think about that AI, AI technology going on? I am. Whew, I am on the fence because. When we start talking about replacing humans, yet again. Yeah, that's the problem. Yes. And we'll talk about that more, you know, a little bit on Talking Ish, a little more in depth. But for the most part, I'm on the fence because this is what happened when they built the first, like, automatic sleeves to work in the factory. A lot of people lost their jobs. Right. This is what happened when the first, you know, computerized machine was built specifically to do the work that a human was doing. And it sucks because you're asking us to pay all of this money to live somewhere, to eat, because we got to survive, we got to eat, <laughs> and all of these things cost money, but if you're giving all the jobs to the robots and the computers, where does that leave us? Right, exactly, that's scary for Where that's does scary. that leave us? <laughs> That's where that's where I'm on the fence. Right. 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 Unless they're gonna have jobs for that you are operating robots. But how, how much does that mean? And that's why that's why they lay off so many people because right. it's like, okay, we don't need you. We just need the person to do maintenance on the robot or on the computer. That's only one person. I can get rid of a whole staff and save all of this money. Right. That's why you gotta have your own thing going on. If you if you if you selling something, some clothes or food, whatever have you, at least it'll be your business. And if it you know has the AI working that thing, but it's your business, but you don't have to be worried about getting laid off. But 
But if you're working for a company that wants to replace you with AI, that's a problem. And then they're like, you know, everybody can't be an entrepreneur. And you're right. That's fine. But you know what? You can help entrepreneurs that think like you, that understand, like, people are of value. Why can't everybody be an entrepreneur? Why not? I'm A. Why not? Everybody don't have that mindset. Everybody don't have the creative intuition. I, I do know that part. However, it's, it's, look, the way we go, if you better change the mindset, get busy, and do some, do some education. But that's and, what I said. That's what I said. If you, if you feel like you can't be an entrepreneur, again, work for an entrepreneur. Hmm. Help add value where you're wanted. And you're needed and you're valued. Exactly. Because, like, large companies that are using AI, robots, and computers to do your job. Yeah. An entrepreneur will definitely value you. I know if you work for me, I'll definitely value you. Yeah, they, they you know, they, <laughs> they already replace every little thing. And that's you know, what I'm saying. Look, every job position they're replacing, they they have AI receptionists. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> and everybody's like, you know, the writers are on strike for no reason. The actors are on strike for no reason. It's not for no reason. Um, and we'll dive a little deeper into those reasons on talking ish. But for the main part, it's not for no reason. <laughs> It's a big reason, and if we remain complacent, we the consumers remain complacent, Uh Uh we're going to be in a world of trouble. Right. They use these AIs to take our civil liberties. They're already doing that by adjusting laws that don't fit the everyday man. But now they're reinforcing it with AI and technology. Like I said, it's, you know, technology advances are great when they help everyday life, but not when they live for everyday. Okay. If you don't, if you don't need people... We're in trouble. Because <laughs> we we are the human race, and we can become extinct. That's what they're trying to do. It looks like to me. And I know, and I know, y'all hear us a lot talk about you know the black experience and the woman experience and how they're trying to make us extinct but with AI it doesn't matter what your color what your race they can copy you they can create a new you yeah. well yeah that's been going on for a while now yes see what they're doing to the food 
not even a chicken is not even coming from a chicken. A egg. You know what I'm saying? An egg ain't chicken. So so listen. <laughs> It may, it may, it may seem, you know, okay, all okie dory right now. Okay. But everything has its downfalls, and we have to look out for those things. We have to pay attention to those things. You know, I have to start growing all great and and all that, you know. Oh yeah. I've already I've already started a garden. I started with lettuce. You know, working my way up. Good for you. Good and good. there is like a, there's a community garden, but it's not, you know, right in front of my house mm-hmm. or on my block. Mm-hmm. So I've decided, you know, to grow my own vegetables. And as time goes on, I will be, you know, adding new things to the garden. That's good, girl. That's good. I, I, man, I can't wait to do that. Yeah, I can't wait to do that. When I move into my bigger space, because that, that's what's up. You know, grow, grow your own stuff, you know, with, 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 with time it is. And then, shoot, we probably gonna have to, listen, we probably have to do some farm life. <laughs> listen, okay. Now, I'm up for getting a a mini farm mansion somewhere, some nice land, and building on that thing. But it got to be big enough, because I I don't want to be all up on top of each other. That's that's not going back to them days. Look, I'm the oldest of seven. It's a lot of us in one house. I, I relish my space. I relish being able to, you know, close my door and get a little bit of privacy. Right. I don't have to worry about this one knocking on the door when I go in the bathroom. Exactly. Or asking, oh, did you see my this? Or did you touch my that? Nope. <laughs> Just me and my girls. I know that's right. And I know if I ain't move it, one of them moved it. Okay. Somebody did. Okay. It depending on what it is, you know, I can kinda tell which one of them moved it. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. they be acting like we got ghosts. <laughs> Cause nobody moved it, apparently. Oh. Okay. I don't know, mommy. I'll be sitting here like, Okay, if I didn't move it Right. You didn't move it and your sister didn't move it. Who the hell moved it? Right. Who did it? There's only us three in here. Hello. And my daughter. It's the CWP Writer Society. That is right. I'm calling all my poets, all my artists, all my writers. If you have a piece of work that you would like to share with the CWP family, hit us up right here. And we will play your writing work, whether it be lyrics to a song, whether it be a poem, whether it be a scene or monologue you want to show you got acting skills and script skills, hit us up right here and we will air it out and I'm going to kick us 
for the love, hate, joy, lust, pain, excitement, respect, honor, hope of man, for the thoughts, life, and pure infatuation of him. Him is a poetry collection available on Amazon, $6.99, Kindle version, and $9.99 for the additional journal version. This is a journey of your relationship with a man. In this book, you will find blank pages for your reactions to the poems you've read, your own poem, or even an experience similar. Blood Rights by C.Y. Marshall Darkness is the blanket covering the city of Philadelphia and all lurking within. There is an evil that walks and kills all its coming. The mystery residing within the night will become the terror plaguing the city. It is hungry and ready to feast. Are you prepared to believe vampires exist? If you are, be sure to pick up Blood Rites, Rise of the Beast by C.Y. Marshall on Amazon today. Sisterhood. That word means many things to different people. In this book, you will find 12 poems that pay homage. Homage for the journey we take as women together, for the life we share with our fellow sisters, for the love, confusion, compassion, and toxic energy we share as women. This collection is meant to inspire, build us up as women, and to check us on things we may have missed. This is a journey of your sisterhood. In this book, you will find blank pages for your reaction to the poems you've read, write your own poems, or even an experience similar. Hey Sis is available on Amazon right now. Welcome back, guys. Now, we are joined by a special guest. I met her via her writing work, but she is also a local official, activist, and an all-around amazing person in her community. We have Kristen Richardson Jordan with us. How are you, Kristen? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for agreeing to come on. It it was a crazy road, you know, getting here, but we are here now. <laughs> so can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, yeah, so I 
have been an author and a, a poet and activist and writer. Um, really, like, since middle school, I started writing, you know, very early in life. Um, and I've put out a couple books. Um, I've recently uh, done a soft publish of my third book, um, which hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about. Um, and uh, and then I for local office three years ago uh, for local city council of District 9 in Harlem, um, third generation Harlemite. Um, and so that's been a whole journey. Uh, the book about that is definitely coming too at some point. And um, yeah, so I'm here. I'm getting my turn ends in December and I'm getting back into uh, my writing and my publishing work. And I'm kind of, uh, like, i kind of starting where I began. Like, I wanted to make a book that was for the next generation and sort of a younger me um, and something that was really geared towards black female teenagers um, and something that was, like, unique to, to, um, to, that, to that group. Now, we're definitely going to get back to the politics of it all. But being that you brought up the book, again, she's talking about her black female writer's notebook. And when I say this notebook is amazing, I use it for myself. Oh, thank you. I use it for myself. (laughs) I also implement it into my homeschooling of my oldest because she, she she don't like to write. She like, mm. Ma, you we try to encourage it with props, you know. Yeah, and it and it made it made it a lot easier. She was like, "Okay, I can do this because normally, if I give her a writing assignment, it's based on, you know, what she's learned, and or I'm telling her write a poem or write, you know, how you felt about this subject or this class or you know this assignment." And she just be looking at me like, you know, I don't like to write. Why are we doing this? <laughs> but the the prompts and the tips definitely help her, and they help keep me motivated too because I am a writer as well, and I set a goal for myself to finish six six books before the summer is out. I am three behind <laughs> because I get this thing that we all call, you know, writer's block. Or I'm just not inspired, you know, to continue with writing that specific story or that specific work. But your notebook definitely gave me some inspiration and it fueled my thought process. And I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it came at the perfect time because, like I said, I'm three books behind. You know, I'm I'm working on it, guys. I know y'all like you've been saying that. Yes, I have, but I have <laughs> been working on it. But uh, it's it's way more than just for teens. I I promise you. Uh, well, I, I appreciate hearing that. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, really any age can use a different stuff. Uh, and, the, and the prompts were, were meant to inspire work, and that's 
and, and part of the motivation I thought would be like mixing in a little bit of that social studies and history, uh, particularly like black female writers and previous uh, authors. So you kind of see like the larger legacy that that we're a part of, right? As like black females and writers, that we're part of we're part of something much bigger and greater. And then you know be able to draw some inspiration and motivation from that. And then the different tools uh, we're meant to, to help with writers block as an issue, um, and also just spark creativity. So there are portions where, especially if you read a bio, and then it's like, okay, some feedback on the bio, but by by large, for the most part, it's um, it's stuff where it's a little more creative. You know, the image prompts. Uh, can really take you in any kind of direction, and then the word um, word play is for, uh, for for I guess people like I guess students like your daughter who maybe something that's just an open-ended prompt isn't quite enough, you know. But if you have to incorporate specific words, it makes it a little more interesting, gives you a little more guidance, but it's still there's still a lot of room for creativity there too. Oh yes. Oh yes, we we literally just had a conversation the other day about her imagination needing a fuel jump <laughs> because <laughs> she told me like she enjoys reading, but what she does when she reads is open up Google and search like say if they describe a coffee shop, she'll put the description in. Google. <laughs> and I said, what? You're supposed to imagine that, you know, in your mind. And she said, I don't do that, Mom. That's not how my brain works. And I said, wow. And I was taken aback because I've never really, you know, put it together. I just assume, you know, when you start reading chapter books and novels, and again, I I believe I started reading novels around 11, my mom's novels, I'm going to just put that out there, oh, wasn't supposed awesome. to, but it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, she, she didn't, yeah, she, she <laughs> knew that I was reading her books, I was sneaking around reading her books because they would come up missing, you know, for a few days, but she didn't mind too much because I was reading and everything yeah. would vividly pop off the page but for my daughter you know she enjoys reading but things don't pop off the page her imagination is not fully fueled so with the word and image connect that you have in this book it's very helpful because it gives her something to look at visually and put words to even if it's just how she's feeling or you know what is what is her thought process what is she seeing on the page and then I encourage her to you know fill in those blanks if she says like a black woman with a red great. star. It's great to have that connection. Yes. You know, I was going for different types of, of learners because I have the um, 
the teaching background as well. So I was saying, okay, well, how do I incorporate, you know, different learning styles into the book um, with the different exercises? Because not everyone is, I don't know, um, uh, like literary, like read and write. Like some people are visual learners and then some are kinesthetic learners, you know, so how do we have all those pieces in there? Yes, and it, it, that portion definitely helps as well because, like I said, she'll write down what she sees. Oh, it's a black lady with gold and long hair. And I go, okay, so can we fill in these spaces? What is she thinking? You know, what is she doing? How is she feeling? Right, that's what they the moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so... Innovation skills are good too, so at least that's happening and the um, and the writing piece is happening. Uh, but then to take that and do a story or a poem or something with it. Yes, and that that's where we're we're trying to connect those dots. Yes, it's but this notebook has been very helpful in that because it's giving me tools that I did not have because I was racking my brain on how can I bring her around how can I get her to love writing and love you know creating stories and fueling that part of her you know brain as a mom as a teacher as a creative all of these things are going through my head and then I met you and this book just (laughs) yes it helped me so much I was like oh gosh okay I can breathe. Now, what inspired you as far as the mini biographies? Because I love that as well. Maya Angelou, Alice Walker, the list goes on and on. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I put a a whole bunch of biographies in the book, you know, uh, Lori Neal Kirsten and um, and then I also wanted to make sure that um, we had some modern folks, too. So that's why you see, like, Stacey Ann Chin, who's, you know, who's, who's current, a current poet, you know. Um, I wanted to tie together uh, the, the legacy of, of black women writers, right, which is a really long, really deep legacy. And I wanted to have the past and our ancestors help inspire us. And, and like I said, even current um, modern-day artists help inspire us, you know, and help uh, motivate that next generation. Because, um, like I said, I, I do understand anyone can use the book, uh, but it's definitely, like, the lens I crafted it for was for that young black female writer. Right. Um, and then, and, and I just think the bios are a really good way to just make concrete the fact that uh, we're here, you know, and as black women, we're so often invisible, we're so often raised, right? So uh, the, the bios were my way to, to make sure that we're telling our story um, and that our, our stories are there um, and to in, inspire uh, young black women on that path of, of what could be, you know, and even if they don't grow up and decide to be a writer, um, expanding the imagination to the possibilities of what we can do um, as black women and what we have, uh, frankly, already done, you know, as black women. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, just pay homage to that. So, 
the, the bios were definitely the part that took the longest to write um, because, you know, I had to uh, read and research and um, craft them. Um, and some of the writing exercises I already had in my brain and in my pocket from teaching practice and, you know, from working with students and, and um, already being in some of that world of teaching. But the, um, the bios, I, I uh, made those, you know, from scratch, so to say, um, and, it, and it's including some of my, he my heroes. So it was a really nice, really rewarding activity for me um, to just, like, refresh my, my memory and refresh my, uh, my knowing about, you know, all these folks. Um, so hopefully that's a, a nice piece, and, you know, for, for students who are readers, like your daughter, it gives them a little reading in the book, so it's not just writing. They get a little reprieve from writing, and they can do some <laughs> reading. <laughs> and it's a, and it's a bit of history and social studies, right? And it's uh, geared towards that. Yeah. Um, so they're so they're also building. I see it as helping to build that self-esteem, um, the affirmation as well, or like a, a tool to help build uh, our our self-esteem. You know, our our belief in ourselves and our our power. Yes, and we we do weekly affirmations here. On oh, circle great. of positivity, and last week I used one of the affirmations from your book because I was so inspired, and it definitely it definitely helps. I feel like when you, oh, go ahead. I feel like when you affirm who you are, you're able to go out into the world knowing this, feeling this, this fueling you. When you yes, take an I say. <laughs> yes, I say, I say. And again, with, um, I guess, narrative and with stories and uh, with our identity as, as black women and um, our youth, I just think it's so important uh, for that affirmation to be there uh, because, you know, you turn on the, the TV or you watch the news or you tune into the world in some other kind of way and it's not it's not there necessarily most of the time you know we live in in white supremacy still and that that affirmation is not there so making sure that that's in our spaces and with what we're passing on to our youth and so i very intentionally wove affirmations into the book even though that's not necessarily a writing exercise um, or not necessarily about writers either but um, I just think it's so important for you. And it's so it's so important for all of us as a landscape, as you said. Yeah. We as women and as black women are normally not even in the picture, but we're there. We yeah. feel a lot of the things that are going on in the world, but we're not even allowed to be in the picture. And if we are, yeah, we're off there. to the side. So, <laughs> and that's why I love the cover of your book. It's very bright, vibrant. It shows us in a beautiful light. And it shows us smiling. 
because I, I, I guess I was I was going for Black Joy. <laughs> yes, I was, yes. I was potentially going for Black Joy. And I don't Black know Pepper. why that is that we get this contingency put on us that we're not happy people or we're not happy as women. Right. We're always scowling or we're always upset. Right. We always have to be angry. <laughs> And I don't think people understand when they say these things how diabolical and how damaging it is. Absolutely. So I I love the cover for that reason alone. And it draws you in. It's like, oh, what is this? I love the gold, the bright background. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. Now I can't take full credit for the cover because you know I'm not an um, I'm not a visual artist, but the um, the image of it and the design of what I wanted on it, it was very intentional. So I, I I'm really happy with how it came out. And it looks amazing. And you guys yeah. can get it on Amazon. She's gonna drop all her information at the end of the interview. So don't worry, we're gonna go into depth about that and where you can get the book. <laughs> Now, how did you get into activism? That's so, a that's a that's a leap a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yes, because that's that's uh, that's embedded in there too. Uh, so I grew up around activist women. Like I just grew up around a lot of um, strong black women who just did stuff for community all the time. So my grandmother on my father's side was extremely involved in her church um, and just a lot of um, uh, things with, like, free tutoring. She was a math teacher, but then she also helped with a free tutoring program and food giveaways and all kinds of just important work for the church. And then on my mother's side, my great-aunt was uh, involved in... Um, like seniors, organizing for seniors, uh, senior care, senior support. Um, And then uh, both my parents, um, well, I I lost my father a few years back, but but he was quite involved in training the next generation. Uh, He was an anesthesiologist. Mm. And so he was involved in, yes, which which, uh, his name was Desmond Jordan. And, you know, anesthesiologists are not really famous, but for those who know anesthesiologists, they, they would know him because he actually was quite well known in his field. Um, and he uh, was always trying to teach the next generation. So he would have interns in his office, especially in the summer, and he'd be doing these teachings and stuff and uh, the science fairs and uh, and then um, and then he also would go and help out in other places. So I went with him one time to Ghana, and he was um, doing anesthesia for cleft lip and cleft palate surgeries. Um, and then I was helping out uh, fairly minimally, but helping out in the recovery room. Wow. And uh, it was just... Um, so he, he was just, you know, an activist and a servant, you know, really a public servant in that way. Um, and my mom, uh, who is still here, uh, she's been 
um, an activist as well. Um, she does a lot with like uh, minority and women. Um, she also uh, was. Uh, she also is a physician. She does emergency medicine, and she's like um, doing a lot with. Her. in that space. <laughs> so I just come from a family that's like always been coming out as like a family of servants. Like it's always been like how do we get back and do public service and do public, uh, and how are we public servants and what are our social responsibilities to not just our family but our community and you know, the, even the world at large. So I sort of grew up with that and um, and then that plus poetry uh, you can see becomes a really easy combination for an activist because oh, yeah. once you <laughs> you know because if you grow up with like this idea of service and service being important and you know social um, consciousness and then add poetry to it you know it kind of opens up this whole world of, of activists there's a lot of activist poetry um, that I got into really quickly when I was younger, and it, you know, it kind of grew from there. Wow. Now, yeah. is politics just a natural transition from the activism? Oh, uh, so, well, so for me, it, for me, it was very spiritual. So I, I truly felt like called to run for local office. Uh, I think it was a combination of of um, the activism and the organizing, uh, but then not seeing what what we were were often fighting for, not seeing it really done by the other side, right? So right. like you're an activist, you're outside the system, you're like, okay, let's make this happen and that happen for community, and then you know you're sort of like facing this wall that is the um, world of politics and electives who. Uh, either do or don't do, most often don't do, uh, what is really needed for the people. (laughs) So I got to a place where I was like, okay, well, you know, uh, let's try rolling up our sleeves and getting involved in a different way. Um, Always was involved, right? Activism is still involved. Um, But, like, try to get um, through this elected route and I have to say, I was like super disappointed. I'm pretty disenchanted um, with the whole field of politics. Um, but that's you know that's kind of a whole nother book. But <laughs> um, but unfor- unfortunately, uh, for the most part in politics, we do everything but actually serve people. And um, it's just like really, it's just really unfortunate. You know, it becomes about like egos and media and like. It, it just it sort of deteriorates into this crazy world of um, self-interest as opposed to being about serving people. Um, and that's just, like I said, it's just like really toxic and unfortunate. But um, what I did pick up, and I think it's important to note, is that um, it, it's what I knew in the beginning, which is that all the power really does rest with people um, and with the people coming together. Um, because if, if if we as community are well organized around something, um, there's literally nothing that um, anyone else can really do about it. You know, if we really pull together and we have a certain stance, you're going to pull 
uh, politicians along with that as well. So definitely. Um, definitely so it's really about organizing. So I really came like back around to like um, we think the power is in there, but the power is like out here. The power is with us organizing um, and pushing uh, for the things that we think are, are needed and most important. Um, and then also um, resources, because like the biggest thing that's controlling the government, real talk, is money. So it's um, you know it's on us, especially black people, to figure out well how are we going to work together? How are we going to build like our cooperative economics and uh, be able to pull things in the direction where we can get the resources we need for our community? Because um, that's a huge factor, too. Most definitely. So. Well, Kristen, this was amazing. <laughs> you are now. Well, it was good talking to you. Yes. You are part of the yeah. CWP family now. So whenever you have something going on, when you run again, all of that, we want to hear about it. We want you to come back. But before yeah, we I let think you... I, I th- Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I think I'm good. Well, I was going to say, I think I'm good on the front again, but um, we <laughs> have started a, a grassroots organization um, uh, called Radical Love, and we're building that up, and, you know, the organizing the organizing focus will always be there. So, that is amazing. Yeah. Listen, you're doing huh? amazing things in this world, and we appreciate oh, well, you for it. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me on, too, and, and letting me talk about the book. Um, the, the Black Female Writer's Notebook is uh, available on Amazon. Um, it's also uh, available on tensup.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check it out. And can you tell everybody else where they can contact you, get in touch with you? What else you have oh, coming up? All of that fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. So uh, you can you can reach out to me on almost all platforms as Kristen R. Jordan. Um, it's also Kristen R. Jordan at Gmail. Um, if you want to send an email and all that, um, website KristenRJordan.com. Uh, it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-R, like the letter R, and then Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, um, on all, again, on all platforms and um, an email. You guys heard it here. We'll be right back. Hey, family. Talking Ish is back. We're discussing all the hot topics, community issues, and more. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the tip. And the man mad because I put her on the flight. Hey, hey. We talking Do you want to get paid for just playing games on your phone? I mean, you're playing games anyway. Why not get a little bit of money for it? Game testers are looking for new gamers to test out their games. And they pay you for it. Cash in your bank account. Just click on our Game Testers link and you can become a Game Tester today. What's going on family? 
I pray that you're enjoying your summer. Hit us up and tell us what's your favorite Throwback Thursday jam. You can leave us a message on our email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com or any of our social media platforms. Who knows, we may have you on as a guest to talk about it. Until next time, family, peace. And our new word for our song association game is grill. Remember, the word has to be in the title or the lyrics of the song. Hit us up and play along. Are you an artist looking for promotion? Say you have a new single new album or you're promoting your tour come promote with us here at Cooking With Positivity we would love to help you shine send us your track and we'll do the rest International Tang is back And he is war ready. Sniper sitting on a roof. That's 85 for the crew. I'm so much of a boss. I bought a yacht just to cruise. Chrome toolie on deck. I squeeze till nothing left. I've been about that mess. All I do is smell death. I'm monster in my own right. I rob him just off spite. Check him out on Spotify. iTunes. Apple Music. And wherever you purchase, I'm putting niggas in their lane. Please, money in a thing. Twenty thousand on his head. Have mitts blow out his brains. Known for putting in pain. See the spark from you like what you're hearing check out J Queen on all streaming platforms including Spotify iTunes And more. And our new list of ingredients water, lemon juice, sugar, lemon slices, and mint leaves. Be sure to leave your guesses 
on the post that you see or right here on Cooking with Positivity. Me and my mama's soul food is now serving the Richmond, Virginia area with mouth-watering soul food that'll make you think you're sitting at home in your mama's kitchen. Be sure to check out me and my mama's soul food on cast iron for available times. And be sure to hit them up for vending opportunities. Your taste buds and your tummy will thank you. Two thousand nineteen physical, mental, and emotional detox. Let's kick off this year right. This is meant to be a guide, a challenge, or a journey. This is meant to bring in your year of detoxing your mind, emotion, and physical self. I hope you will enjoy and remember to keep a positive and fun attitude and you can achieve anything this book is available on Amazon for $5.99 paperback or $2.99 the Kindle version start your year off right and detox today In the Kitchen with Mom is currently available on Amazon right now. Like most families, my kids and I bond over food. A lot of the times we're on the same page. But there can be times where we aren't even in the same book. Sometimes we're able to meet in the middle. That is what you'll find in this book. Great recipes that combine all of us. From my oldest bird's flavors to my youngest fearless take on trying new dishes, combined with my creative thought process, we are able to come up with food that we all can enjoy. Most of my memories are in the kitchen with my mom, trying to absorb some of the knowledge, heritage, flavor, and love that she put into her food. Now that I have kids of my own, I love having them in the kitchen with me. And I encourage them to get creative as we share our love for cooking, love for food with one another and with our loved ones. We hope that this book guides you down the journey of love, community, family, and into the kitchen with mom. Where in the food? Where in the food is the ice cream sandwich originally? 
It's Fun Free Friday. It's time for some games. It's time for some raffles. It's time for some horoscopes. Tune in. See if you win. And come have fun with us. It's free. Right here on Cooking with Positivity. Just because Cooking with Positivity is going on summer break does not mean we're going to stop helping you promote your businesses and products. Take advantage of our sizzling summer sale where you can promote your business and products for $25 for an entire week while we're on summer break or $50 for the entire month while we're on summer break. Even though we're on break, we're still working for you. Take advantage of this sizzling summer promotion today. Are you thinking about buying a promotion, but $100 is just too much? Then our PRP package is perfect for you. With promotion for half of the month, you can get the same great promotional options as our VIP package for just 50 bucks. That's right, $50. And you'll get a social media post to accompany your run as well as a run right here on Cooking with Positivity and a post on all of our social media platforms for half the month. And of course, your interview. So, buy your PRP package today. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out our guests on all her social media platforms. And check out everything she has going on, coming up. And make sure you go get her book on Amazon. Also, be sure to tune in tomorrow for Throwback Thursday. And if you have not already, hit us up and let us know what's your favorite jam. And we might cover it on Throwback Thursday. And until tomorrow, I hope everybody has a great and positive rest of their day. And a great and positive rest of your week.